What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, your main man, Fly Guy D.Y., the Prince of Seattle, Diaz York. And like always, without further ado, let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. How you guys doing? I hope everything is well. I hope everybody is staying safe. I hope everybody's masking up. I have a lot on my mind today, and I got time. Like Jay-Z said, murder is a tough thing to process. It's a slow digest, and I ain't got nothing but time. I ain't got nothing but time. So, I went to work Wednesday. This is This is the craziest story. And I'm still upset. I'm just upset about how people don't take it serious. This whole COVID stuff. And how selfish people and how inconsiderate people are. I'm just upset about it. I'm just a little bit upset. You know? Um, If I sound a little congested, I do have sinus issues. Um, So... If I do sound a little congested, that's that's on me. My head, I have like a little migraine. You know what I'm saying? None, none too crazy. But I get that out the way because I'm going to tell you. So, I went to work Wednesday. I clock in. Now, I don't like being at work. And speaking of work, I have to... I gotta tell you something about work, too. That's more funny, but this is more on a serious tip. I, uh, pause. I, um... <laughs> I went to work on yesterday, right? Today's Thursday while I'm recording this. So Wednesday, I went to work Wednesday, and I just was like, "Huh." I was just like, "It's weird." Like it, it just felt eerie in there. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, "Okay, what's the problem?" So I'm just chilling, minding my business, and my manager goes and tells me one of your coworkers got COVID. I said, "Now I don't cuss on here." I don't cuss. In my head, I but the way I looked, I was like, inward, what? Like, COVID? Like, there's no way. There's no way. This wasn't even this wasn't even on my list of things to discuss today. But this was this is just this just happened. And this is a lot more serious than us not more serious than my topics, but it is to a certain extent. This is my health. Um a health concern, I should say, for me. Now I, I knew my homeboy, my big bro. My big homie, he got COVID, Rod. I talked about him frequently on the show. He got it, but he was fine. Um, But it's just like, it's just crazy to me, you know? So Wednesday, got COVID. The rule is the last time you had contact with somebody, you have to um, quarantine yourself for 14 days just in the case of that you do have it. You don't want to make sure nobody is um, sick or anything like that. Now, I've been... This is... I don't know. I... Because she was just like found out, got tested. Co-worker, my coworker got tested Monday, found out Tuesday, told me today. But if you knew before my shift, why did you... Why weren't you just like stay home? You worked with him on Sunday. COVID. He got, he's got COVID. You got to stay home. Yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Why would I come into work and then you just tell me? That's some dumb-ish right there. That don't even make sense. That's like, the make it make sense. What was the reason like Cardi B? What was the reason? Like, 
you should have just told me. You should have called my phone like an adult because I would have called your phone and said, look, don't come in because such and such had COVID. You were with him. You are working with him on Sunday. Yada, yada, yada. Fine, right? So... I'm walking around. I don't know. Here's the thing. Now, I've had my mask on. It was They just say stay home if you can come in contact. There was like six um, bullet points. I've, I was I was one for six. I was 16% on the bullet point. But I think that's what it is. Think, I think one for six is 16%. One divided by six. Yeah, 16%. I was 16% on the bullet point. You know what I'm saying? So, but 16% is higher than 0%. So, I had to, you know what I'm saying? And then I had this old lady coming in. She asked me questions. Older woman, rather. I had gloves on. I didn't want to touch nobody. I didn't want to touch anything. And I had... This is when I, like, when I first found out, I'm putting gloves on. I'm not risking the biscuit. You know what I'm saying? And um, old, the older woman came in. was asking me questions about like the store. Clo- uh, 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 I'm not going to spoil that. About the store and the sale that was going on. And I was just walking backwards. I did not want to interact with her. She was an older woman. Like... She probably looked older than she older she looked old enough to be like at risk, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I'm not even gonna risk the biscuit. I told I told my manager, I was like, look, I'm about to go home. I don't feel comfortable. She said, Yeah, I'm closing the store down. I was like, the store should never been open. If you know that he had COVID, you should have closed the store down immediately. You should have called everybody, you should have called the higher ups, the your superiors immediately. This shouldn't have been open. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. That's how it goes. Immediately. You know, you don't you don't risk the biscuit. And, um, so I didn't know until yesterday. And, um, so now they say within five days. So if I got, if I was last working with him Sunday, then I work, he left work early, but it's still the simple fact that you were there and everybody was around you. That's the thing. And he was also helping out customers. That's another thing. Older people too. That's another thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I have it. I don't know. I'm, I get tested Monday. I'll probably find out my, my results either Saturday or Monday at the late Saturday, the, Saturday, the earliest Monday, the latest Sunday's probably right on time because the, the, the results come back pretty quick. So they say, um, but I had my mask on. I did everything I was supposed to do. Um, yeah, but it's still, a, it's like a, so I have my mask on. Everything's fine with me on my end. Like I said, I have sinus issues, but that's why I threw that disclaimer out there. Like, it's not it's not COVID. It's not what you think it is. But it's the simple fact of being the, in, the inconsiderate. Like, you're inconsiderate. Inconsideracy. It's not even a word. But I, I made it a word. You're, the inconsideracy of yourself and, like, not, not being considerate of other people and about to get everybody sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that you got me sick, but you could have got somebody else sick. You could have got an older woman sick. You could have got whomever sick. It, 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 and it sucks because it's like, why? You know what I'm saying? It's like, why? And it's not even a hard thing to do. And he went out of town to go get a PlayStation 5 with his friend. I don't mean to put his business out there, but if I if I were to see him right now, I'm going to kick him in his face. Straight like that. I don't care. I would tell it to his face. I should kick you in your face. Because there is no amount of no game system, no console, no nothing that will make me ever go somewhere else. Go to a state that's exactly like this one as far as a hotbed. So, 
no, man. Like, that's not okay with me. I'm ready to, like, I'm I'm so pissed off right now. I'm beyond pissed because now I got my, my mom. They, they waiting on my test results. My older sister hung out with my little sister waiting on the test results. So now everything is all on me. You know what I'm saying? I have no problem with it. You, you know what I'm saying? You Ooh, pop my knee. You feel the pressure. I know the pressure. I don't care about the pressure. It's just the fact that I even have to go out there and do it. I knew I didn't have to go take a test because of the simple fact of who I was hanging around with. I knew wasn't hanging around nobody new. And I knew didn't have COVID. I knew it. I was safe enough and I was secure enough. My mom was safe with that and she knew it. Because it, it just doesn't make sense to me. You're going to a whole different state with these all different people. I should really be beating the... I should beat the living hell out of you, man. Because I'm talking to you. If you listen to this, I'm talking to you. I'm not coming back to work. I'm just not. It, it's, the, it's ironic to me that you're not considerate. You're not considerate of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he kept saying, it's not COVID. It's not COVID. Lo and behold, this, this, this N-word got COVID. Now, I'm thoroughly upset. Like I said, if, he, if I seen him, I'm kicking him in his face. Dead square in his face, dead in his jaw. I'm kicking him in his jaw, bro. Like, you're risking everybody. Because it's not even the simple fact that I'm not going to work at Clark's no more. It's the simple fact that you got your friends sick. You got everybody else sick. He wasn't an associate to me, but he got my other co-worker, my two other co-workers sick. So, if, I mean, if I've all came like in close contact with him. Two other people haven't. So out of the two people, two out of the six haven't got COVID or have a potential of not having COVID out of the six people that work there currently. So four people have a, is, are at risk of getting COVID because you're, you're so inconsiderate. Well, three people, I should say. Half the staff can't work. What I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to get at. Half the staff can't work. And you being so inconsiderate of going to a different state is beyond me. It's beyond me. If he was a writer, I mean, if he, if he was right, if I was a rapper, he's getting a diss song right now. I'm cooking it up. It's cooked. He's cooked. He's fried. This man has lost his rabbit ass mind. And I mean that wholeheartedly. You cannot put people in jeopardy. They should close the border. Close the border. For a PS5, that's what I'm saying. Not for a job interview, not for college, not for anything else that would make you travel out of state, a date trip, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Even then, that's still, you know, but that's whatever. But a PS5? Bro, what? What? Bro. If you can see my face, I'm smiling right now because it just doesn't make any sense. For a PS5, I don't care about a PS5. My health or a PS5, my health and my family's health or a PS5, it's a no-brainer. It's no contest. I already know what the verdict is, and it's not It's not taking me a long time. If I'm the judge, I'm not banging the gavel 50 times. I, I know what the verdict is. You know what I'm saying? It's one, it's one bang of the gavel. Verdict is obviously the family. I'm not picking no PS5 over the fam. And over jeopardizing everybody else, you went to a different state. And like I said, you were helping other people. Not the fact that because they're carriers. People are carriers of different viruses and diseases. 
you know, when they get sick. So you could be a carrier and there could be a whole different host, but you're the host for this particular instance. And then you're helping everybody else who can be carriers and then their hosts. And then and again, and then it spreads. That's how it spreads. It's, it can, it, I'm about to lose my mind because I didn't really talk it. I because I haven't really been thinking about it. I just watching the Dave. I just watching Dave Chappelle and the Chappelle Show. I can't work for the whole weekend because I just can't because this man has gotten potentially. I you know I gotta go get tested. Then I gotta wait for the test results to make sure that I'm clear. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just a lot, man. It really it really is a lot, and this sucks for me. Because I had some things lined up, I had a new job lined up, now I gotta wait for the test results, and now I gotta see if I'm 100%, and this, that, and the third, and everything rides on me. It really does. Because it, this, and they're gonna be acting like, I'm sorry, no, nothing. I don't wanna hear, I, I didn't mean it. No, 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 no. I'm, I, 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 no. no. I don't give a damn if you didn't mean it. You should have thought about it. Every action has a consequence and then a repercussion. You have to think about before you do. You have to think before you do. You can't think about, oh, I'm just going to have fun. I'm not going to think about getting COVID. Bull-ish. They were waiting in line to go get a PS5. Come You're going to get, you're going to get the vid. I shouldn't even have to tell you this stuff. This is like knowledge. This is like, this is like, this is like a, this is knowledge. This is knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't, if I'm, if I'm testing negative, the masks work. The masks work and the masks are effective. The masks are like condoms. Somebody explained it to me. They were like, I was watching the news. A health official explained it to them. The mask is on the news. It was like, it's like a condom. You know, it's not gonna stop you from getting a girl pregnant it's not gonna stop you from the girl or the guy giving you a std but it's a high preventative measure there's science behind it this piece of plastic can change can save your life from changing forever and the mass this piece of fabric can change can can help it can stop from a life-altering experience stop you from having a life-altering experience same with the condom it's preventative. It's not. No one's saying it's gonna stop COVID. No one's gonna say a condom's gonna stop you from getting pregnant or STD. They're just saying this is a preventative measure that needs to be taken seriously. Then people that are saying the freedom of speech. Oh, I want to slap all of you. If I could line up everybody that says it takes away the freedom of speech, I want to slap all of you in the face because. I have a show. I have a podcast. And guess what? It has no... Me wearing a mask does not affect my freedom of speech. You can't go up... What, when people say... When people get censored, it's ignorance that comes out of their mouth. And it's not worded the right way. And people are like, well, I'm not blunt. I don't sugarcoat stuff. But you got to know your art. You got to know who you, what platform you're using. If you're talking like how I am, like a verbal communication, then you can... Explain your thoughts and explain yourself. You're not, I, I can't, I only have 140 characters on Twitter. I can't type everything I'm saying right now. I've been going for 15 minutes. I can't type everything I've been saying so far, but I can explain it. I probably should have said some ignorant stuff right in there, but that would have been canceled. Or I would have been like, whatever the case, no one would listen, you know? So 
you got to know that no one's trying to take away your freedom of speech. If they don't want to hear the BS that comes out of your mouth, the incoherent babble, then you cannot sit up here and say that. It's just that simple. It's really that simple. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, like a a big thing. Excuse me. It's not like a big deal. The mask doesn't take away no type of freedom of speech. And they were like, it makes me feel like an animal because they're telling me where I'm like, do not, do not say that. Because my people, black people, African-Americans in this country were treated as such. Three-fifths of a man that's in the Constitution. Pretty sure it's not in the Constitution. But they treated us as such. You know what I'm saying? So you can't sit up here and say that it makes you feel like you're treated like an animal or whatever the case may be. You can't say that. Because my people don't have a freedom of speech like that. We still get treated like animals. In some areas of the world. Some areas in this country. So you can't sit up here and say that. It's ignorant for you to say that when there's when there's been a whole history and a whole lineage. America's been built off the backs of treating people like that. So I don't want to hear none of that about freedom of speech. And we had to fight for that. And we're still fighting for it. It's crazy. We had to fight past tense. And we're still going through it. Present tense. We're still fighting. So... I don't want to hear nobody talk about some, we had to, oh, they're taking away our freedom of speech from wearing a mask. They don't want you to get sick, dummy. And then what you're going to do is you get sick. Dummy. You can't, it's like, these are the same people that one, support Trump. Two, that don't understand what preventative measures mean. Why do you take vitamins so you don't get sick? Why do you eat certain fruits and vegetables to build your immune system? It just, it just, it makes, the science makes sense. The science, science makes sense. Then they, I don't know if they can predict when an asteroid is going to come. I don't want to know that because who sit up here and wonders about when an asteroid is going to come? Who cares? If it comes, it comes. That's what I'm saying. That's what she said too. But... It doesn't matter. If the asteroid is going to come, whatever, bro. And it's going to annihilate the earth, whatever. You can't stop it. Even if you send like 50 nukes at it, like you're still going to, there's still going to be some parts of the earth that are still destroyed. You know what I'm saying? And what about the ozone layer? You don't know what that radiation come back down to the earth. There's so much things, so much stuff you don't know before, you know. But people don't think before they act. And, right? So if you're going to do that, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, back to what I'm saying. Preventative measures. Tom Brady said it the best. I was watching this Howard Stern interview. Great interview. You guys should go check it out. I think it's on YouTube. There could have been a video. They can't get the video with the Zoom call, right? But the audio version's on YouTube. And if you have Sirius XM, it's on there, I'm pretty sure. Um, but he was just like, yeah, you know, I take care of my body. I, I swear I get sick. It's rare athletes get sick. I'll tell you that much. It's rare. And if the athlete does get sick, he has a poor immune system and he eats poorly. But bigger people get sick faster because their immune system's terrible. So, yeah. So, but he was just like, I take my vitamins. You have to act like you're sick. If you want to make sure that you don't get like COVID or you're trying to do the best you can, not getting COVID, you have to act like you're sick. And I think that's where everybody is. You know what I'm saying? If you act like you're sick, you don't want to touch nobody, you want to hang out with nobody that you trust, whatever the case may be. If you act like you're sick, then you guess what? If everybody acts like they're sick, 
then there wouldn't be no COVID because no one would go outside. Do you go outside when you're sick? No, you don't. You tend to stay at home. It don't make no sense. And I seen Andrew Yang post something on Twitter. He was just like, if we're gonna, if we're, if you guys can't go to work, then we'll give you guys money to stay home or something like that, something along those lines. And I was like, that makes sense because people have to need to work to support their livelihoods and support children's livelihoods or whoever else's livelihoods that they're taking care of. I get it. So you got to give them the money, right? And I'd rather be in, in, in if, there were, if we're in trillions of dollars of debt, America is, I'd rather be in debt helping the people that need to survive during this, during this tough time than, I don't even know, blowing your money on stupid stuff. You know, like, come on. Your priorities, everybody's just doing, doing stuff ass backwards. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to go to Oregon to go get a PS5, I want you to wait, risk the pros and the cons because you couldn't just ship it here. Huh. Wonder why. <sighs> All for a PS5, bro. I, 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 I was like, then he got his, from his friend. But I'm like, you guys went to a different state. I don't want to hear no, I, I, I'm sorry, Diaz. No. You're lucky I don't kick you in your face. You're lucky I'm civil and I'm nice, dude. I'm a nice guy. You're lucky I'm civil. If I wasn't civil and if I was a street dude, I would have been, ooh, I would have been on that. For you And know that. Know that. He'd have been done. I would have sent the boys. I would have went myself. But this is ridiculous. I don't understand it. Mask up. Eat vitamins. I'm surprised. It's so funny. It is so funny how vitamins didn't sell out. And vitamins are one of the main important things to help you build your immune systems. Like, enhanced, eat vitamins. If you want to do the slow and methodical way, vegetables over time, your body will become strong as an ox. Take walks. Exercise. I'm not saying you got to be CrossFit or busting out the waist like the rock. But... Walk, take a jog, jump rope for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, do yoga, get your body active, you know what I'm saying? Immune system, your immune system is very important, that's the only thing that's going to help you fight this off. If you have a pretty strong immune system, then you're good. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't get it, man. Everybody out here is just stupid, that's what it boils down to, just straight stupidity at its finest. I spent 21 minutes talking about... How, how stupidity got me messed. It, it's like, it's the prime example. It's that one guy at practice. And every, and every athlete knows this guy. It's that one guy that won't stop talking. He's talking during, the pra- he's talking during practice. He's talking when he's not in, 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 engaged and involved in the play. The coach is like, why are you talking? What, was, what, what, what were you talking about? What was the play about? Why did he mess up? Oh, you don't know? Everybody, baseline. That's exactly what it is. It's your f- mistake that got, that's going to get everybody in trouble. It's the, same per- it's the same principle. You don't wear a mask. You don't take preventative measures. You don't outweigh the pros and cons while doing something stupid like going to a different state to go get a game console that could have been shipped here. And with expedited shipping, you already spent $500, $400 on it. Expedited shipping, what's that going to cost you? What? Maybe about another 50 bucks. Come on, that's 500? Come on, bro. You ship it up here. And we're good. We wouldn't even have this discussion. But now we have this discussion. And now I'm ticked off. 
And like I said, I'm kicking everybody in the face. I'm slapping them, I'm slapping everybody that doesn't want to wear a mask, and I'm kicking everybody in the face who don't think about the about poor decisions just like that. That was a poor decision that's gonna get everybody in trouble. You're that kid in practice that doesn't know what's going on, but causes everybody to run. You were that guy. And I'm not cool with you no more. You lost all cool points for me. You be like, oh, that's harsh, Diaz. No, it's not. Health is wealth. And my time is very important. You're wasting so much of my time, you know, to go out of my way. To even, I just wasn't something I wanted to talk about. But I went out of my way to do this, to address you. I can't do it face-to-face because you have COVID. And best believe, I would address him face-to-face. Like, bro, it's not cool. I'm not cool with you no more, bro. I don't care. You, well, you, 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 lost, your, you lost your mind. This wasn't cool. I don't care if it was your friend or not. I'm not going to Oregon. If my homeboy was like, bro, let's go to Oregon. For what? To say that they got the same restrictions as us. You can't go to the grocery store. The only, 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 only place you can go to is the grocery store or park. And I'm not waiting in no line. That's, that's like going to a party. That's not, that's not even like going to a party, bro. If you're going to a party, you're sick. You're just sick. First of all, you're going to a party more than a thousand people. I don't know. I think it's 18. Probably, I think it's probably like 18 and over, but I'll probably say 21 and over or just period. You go to a party, right? If you're old enough to go to a party, one this statistic, one in five people got herpes. That's crazy. One in five people in the party got herpes. You're in a group of five with your friends, right? Y'all show up to a party. Statistically speaking, one of y'all got herpes. I'm not saying y'all got them, but statistically speaking, y'all got herpes. One of y'all got herpes. That's 20%. 20% of the party has herpes, right? And one in 1,000 got AIDS. HIV. It ain't really AIDS, but they got HIV. So let's do the math on that. One divided by 1,000. Okay, that's zero point. But what's the, like, what is it? What is it? 10? I'm just going to do 10 divided by 1,000. Okay, but it's 0.0. It's 0. It's 4 zero, So 0. 0.001. That's like, I don't know. It's one. It's less than 1%. But that's still a high number. That's too high. <laughs> you ask anybody in the party. You tell somebody the statistic. Is it 1 in 1,000 people? I think it is 1 in 1,000 people. I think it's 1 in 1,000 people have age. Uh, have I'm going to look it up, bro, because I don't know. But when you think about it like that, you're just like, what? What Oops. is the statistic? I can't spell the statistic. For people with HIV. Here it is. Give it to me. Give it to me. Oh, man. No, this is acting super slow. I'm wait. Yeah. What, what? This is going to take a long time. Okay. So, excuse me. This is approximately 1.2 million people in the U.S. are living with HIV today. About 14% of them, one in seven, don't know it and need testing. HIV continues to have a disproportionate impact on certain populations, particularly racial and ethnic minorities and gay and bisexual men. Okay, this was June. This is, and this is .gov. This is U.S. statistics. This is HIV.gov. 
This is Ace IV Basics Overview Days and Trends. You know what I'm saying? So I take that back. Not one in 1,000. One in seven people have it. You go to a party, one in seven people. What's this? 14% of the population. 14% of them, one in seven, don't know it. Okay, so you go to a party. You got, it's, I will just go say one in, seven, one in seven people. One in seven people got HIV. That's scary. I don't want to know. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to know that I that that one in seven people got. I'm not even going. If I if you if I would have told somebody that one in five people got uh, herpes, a strand of herpes, whether it be genital or cold sore or whatever, or I told one of my a group of people like yeah, one in seven people got uh, HIV in this party. Bro, what? That's sick. <laughs> Three out of 21 people? Yeah, three out of 21. And there's a thousand people in the party, so you do the math. I'm not going to. I suck at math. I don't suck at math. I don't. I just don't care for math. So you tell me. That's a lot of people. That's all I know. And you guys are still going to... Oops. You guys are going to parties and there's COVID. I seen this one girl snap. I said, look at all these dummies. Because I just said, wow, this is beyond me. Beyond me, going to parties, you have COVID? There's COVID in te- Texas, out of, bro, Texas, out of all things, Texas, bro, I'm not even going out the, I'm not even going out the door. You'll be lucky to see me, my black behind, I'm staying in doors. They could be like, oh, you're not trying to come out? No, unless there's a COVID testing facility right outside here, I am not going to a party. I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm not even risking the biscuit. I don't even care. Well, listen on the college experience. Bro, I got three more years left, bro. I'm so good. I'm so good. I got three years left. I'm so good. Why do you even have parties when y'all can't even have it class? Think about it. Y'all go to parties but can't even go to class. Think about it. I'll tell you, you're stupid. Don't even think about it because you're so stupid. You can't even think about it because you're so stupid. I'm a, every time I see something, I'm like, so I had a question. They're going to type up on Snapchat. Yeah, what is it? Can y'all go to class? I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll probably say about a 66% chance of them saying no. Over 50%. So majority, right? So they'll type up, be like, No. Can't go to class. Oh, okay. So what makes you think that it's cool to go to a party and there's COVID in Texas? And Texas is like one of the breakout states. Because it's fun. Oh, okay. Oh, you're one of those people. Oh, all right. Stupid. You're one of those. You're the population of stupid. There is, <laughs> there is a certain population that gets it and understands and doesn't question. You know what I'm saying? You guys, you guys be on drugs too much. Y'all question everything. Everything is not a conspiracy. I don't like conspiracy theories like that because everything's not a conspiracy theory and everything ain't that deep. Now, do I, I, I analyze a lot of things and I break a lot of things down, but that are concrete or in front of me. I don't want to know if Hillary was eating children. I don't care. Drinking blood, becoming a vampire. Bro, there's so many crazy conspiracies out there. I don't care. So, but... That's the population. That's like 
everything in what it seemed. We're not in the Matrix. We're not Neo. We're not Morpheus. We're not Trinity. We're not in the Matrix. We are just living people in 2020. We are in the physical, tangible world of 2020. You're not, there's not an, an, enough weed in the world for you to break Pandora's box. There's not enough acid or LSD or anything that can help you break Pandora's box and be like, that thing's the red pill or whatever pill you took in the movie. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. There's nothing like that. There's just no pill. There's not, there's not enough drugs that can equate to that pill. You're like, because everybody wants to be Neo. This isn't the Matrix, man. This is not the Matrix. You can't be Neo. There's not enough weed or whatever drug, PCP. The only thing that'll get you is probably PCP. But that drug's crazy. Don't take PCP. That's the only, like, those type of psychedelic drugs can't get you to the point of Neo and taking the red pill in the movie. There is no pill that can do that. There, there is no drug that can do that. So we're not Neo. We're not in the Matrix. There is no conspiracy. There's no largest conspiracy. This one lady was like, There's, they're, they're, they're tracking us with 5G. Are there uh, something with 5G? I'm like, lady, they've been tracking us. It's no secret. There's an algorithm on your phone. When you go on Instagram, if you're looking at a whole bunch of sweatshirts and saving a whole bunch of sweatshirts, guess what? They're going to promote more sweatshirts. This is the algorithm. This is the way. Now I'm the Mandalorian. This is the way. That comes out tonight, actually. I'm about to watch that. Watch the spell show and then watch that. But this is the way. I got it. So, um, backtracking a little bit. I have to go get tested on Friday. Um, yeah. I think I get tested on Friday. Hopefully it don't hurt. Let's say it kind of does hurt. They're going to they're gonna tickle my brain a little bit. And I'm probably going to sneeze. Whatever. That's fine. Um, which is cool. But... Early in the morning, <sighs> excuse me, early in the morning testing, uh, I like it, 10.30, I'll be there at 10.30, test starts at 10.45, and um, yeah, I like it, I like it like that, I don't want to be out there all night, all day, all night, trying to figure out this test, trying to figure out if I got COVID or not, I just want to go home and lay back down, and chill in the comfort of my humble abode, but um, yeah, d- like, d- I can't wait to ask them because they're gonna because I know they're gonna give me a dumb answer like no, and then I'm gonna be like okay that's all I needed to know. Why'd you ask me that? Because what makes you think that you could go to a party? You probably have COVID, literally, because there's no one there's no party that's like oh you gotta get tested to come for this party. It's too late. Like the results don't come back. You know what I'm saying? Like that fast unless they do. I don't know. I'm gonna find out tomorrow. But oh man, I just I just a population of stupid. That thinks that everything is a conspiracy and that we're living in the new world order. When we're, we're honestly, we're just living in America. <laughs> and everybody's like, how are you so naive? No, 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 no. I'm naive. You can't even admit that you guys, that white people were wrong during slavery. And I'm naive. Oh, okay. Oh, uh. you, guys, you guys are just realizing how wrong white people were during slavery and the civil rights movement and all, the whole nine, even now. But I'm naive. You, you guys were born yesterday. Apparently, it took you guys George Floyd and everybody else getting killed. It, not even Trayvon Martin. I, that should have been enough right there. That was the modern day Emmett Till. Trayvon Martin, a boy got killed for not doing anything. 
he was a threat. The white lady that said that Emmett Till whistled at her lied, said he didn't even do it. Modern and Trayvon and then George Zimmerman couldn't even make up a justifiable excuse. And it let him go. That's tough. And 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 I'm naive. But I but I'm not looking into it deep enough like how you are. Can you just do your research a few a few a few decades ago? Just do your research. Do your Googles on Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Emmett Till, Nat Turner, Harriet Tubman. Do your Googles on how the 13th Amendment was just a loophole to get everybody back in slavery. Do your Googles how Abraham Lincoln emancipated freed the slaves because he didn't want to lose the North. Um, and he didn't want to lose the South. Do your Googles, man. Do your Googles. Just do your Googles. Just do your Googles, man. Do them. Do your Googles how they burned down Black Wall Street in 1929 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Do your Googles. But I'm naive. But they don't want, but they don't want to look that up. But you want to talk about how there's... There 5G's tracking this and there's microchips in her head. I want to slap you. You're in the population of stupid now. Now you're in that population. You were cool. You were in the naive. You were in the gray area. You were in the limbo. You were like, eh, maybe you could find them. Maybe you won't. But now you're in the population of stupid. Now you're with the Trump supporters. Ah, but I'm naive. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <sighs> now that I got that off my chest... I hope everybody out there is having a great one. I wish it was live. If this, I'm gonna do a live show one day, and because the live shows are the best, you see them on the radio, you hear them on the radio, see them. The live's the best, you know. But um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, what I really wanted to talk about today, I had three topics. And this was more on some methodical, philosophical, before I got into the whole rants for 30 minutes about stupid people and ignorant decisions that they've made. Um, this was not really methodical. I wanted to talk about me having a co-host. I really thought about this for a long time. Um, when I recorded with Adonis twice, it was good conversation. It was good banter. It was really back and forth. And I really enjoyed the back and forth that me and him had in the dialogue that we had. And the problem is why we didn't record so much longer. Because I was expecting us to go three hours. Um, one, we got tired during recording. And two, we had uh, went and got food earlier before we, we recorded. And we kind of, we talked about the things that we talked about on the show. So I, I, it was kind of like rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat for us during that whole time for us conversation goes. So it was hard for us to keep it going, and like I said, we were tired. So those those were the main two reason two main reasons why. Uh, but other than that, man, I love recording with Adonis. Adonis is a good host, a good co-host. I'm gonna have more people on next year, um, making this just growing this and making it bigger than what it what it is. You know, I'm gonna put more people out there, put have more people on. Some people are scared, and I'm just like I was scared when I first recorded. It was a scary thing. You putting yourself out there, putting your thoughts out there. People not might not like accept your thoughts and your opinions. You know what I'm saying. So you gotta realize you gotta take the good with the bad, and you know, hey, you gotta just understand that and keep it pushing. You know, but um, and you can't. And not everybody's gonna agree with you because honestly, who cares? But um, see, that's how you gotta move in life. Who cares? But yeah, I was just thinking about having a co-host. But you gotta. Really, but if I have a co-host, I gotta be really committed. And they have to be really, really, really down to do this. 
you know, and I like doing the solo thing, but I like having also like having someone people other people's opinions. So maybe I have a co-host in the future. Or maybe I just have multiple guests on because I do want to hear a girl's perspective. I think a girl's perspective in a world full of men who run the world is very important. You know what I'm saying? I think a girl, a woman's perspective and a woman's in a, in a feminine touch is what the show needs for me. Um, I, I, pre, I pretty much have a down the middle, see both sides of the coin type approach when I record and when I speak just everyday life. And also when I, like I said, when I record. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, I think a woman's perspective would be much needed. It could be older, younger. I think just a perspective is just what, a different perspective. And, a, and a, a one that I appreciate. I appreciate a woman's perspective because there's certain things that I don't know that women might know. And I appreciate people's perspective. That's why I like talking to people. I like talking to different perspectives. I don't like talking to ignorant people that say blatant stuff. But stupid stuff. But perspective is a very important thing in the world where if you have the wrong one, people will crucify you for it. They'll kill you for it. So, but I just think perspective is important, you know. Understanding and perspective is very important. So, maybe having a co host down the line will probably be a better thing for me, better option, more viable option for me. And the show, as the show gets bigger, more people want to be involved. And I know it takes a village to raise um, a child, and this is my baby, so it's and it's my business. So it's gonna take a it's, it takes a village to raise a brand as well. And you gotta just you know have have more people involved. I love getting feedback from people that give me feedback. I love all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Love is love, and respect is respect, and I have both of it for everybody. Um, so. The co-host check. Second thing I wanted to talk about is knowing who you are in 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 the world where, especially my generation, we live in a world where we don't know. Where some don't. I'm not gonna sit up here and say all of us don't know who we are. I know who we are because I know I know I know who we are. I know who I am because I don't I know what I'm not. I think that is just as important as knowing who you are. It's easy to tell yourself who you are. You know what I'm saying? And when, when when I when I uh, or knowing what you are, I tell I tell this I share a sentiment on the show all the time is like you tell yourself or you shake hands with yourself, you become your own best friend. And when I say that, I genuinely mean that. I've accepted who I am and who I want to become and who I'm growing up to be and the man I'm, I want to be and the man that I want the world to see me as. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand that, but I know I know who I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And that was a tough conversation to have with yourself because it's not a conversation that that you can have with someone else, and it's just like they know. Like no, 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 no. Even your therapist can't even tell you who you are. That's something that you got to decide and figure out for yourself if you have a therapist. Um. So. That's what I mean by that. And, like, it's it's a tough conversation. Like I said, it's a tough conversation. And then it's, it requires one to be like, you know what? I got to shake hands with myself. But, like I said, my generation lives in a world. And we live in a time where this internet and just influencers is, like, the primary job. Um, It's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they just do things because it's cool. But cool gets you killed. Everything that somebody might do it might be cool to you, but you can't do it because that's not you. 
You know, be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. And that's already, and like, that's like a saying. That's like a known saying within this world. So it's a universal saying. And um, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just for people that don't know who they are, I'm not going to say it sucks. It takes a long time. For me, it took about two years. It took about two years. I, um, so when I, it, it, it happened when I stopped playing basketball. I knew I wanted to work and make some money. And I knew that I was giving my time and my energy and my effort to something that didn't pay me, you know. And I know it was an amateur. I was an amateur. I didn't get paid for it. But at the same time, you can only do so much before you get frustrated. And I wasn't, I realized when I was, last AAU game I played was like in May, the end of May, during that time. And I was upset with how it went down. First of all, we lost to a younger team. I don't even think I told this. I, this is really, this is, people want to know the real reason why. I, I, yeah, obviously I got hurt. I got banged up and I wasn't 100% healthy. You know, I could have, I should have sat out a whole year. I'm still not, like my knee still kind of, kind of messed up a little bit, but people know that about me and stuff like that. But they know that, that's one of the reasons why. But it's like the 20, it's like a 25% or 20% reason why, like a part of the reason why I stopped playing. This is the main reason why I um, stopped playing. So we lost to a younger team. So I was mad about that. I had 40 points. Five players. I was tired. We were all tired. But I was tired. Because I was one of the primary ball handlers. And I gave it everything I got. Even against a younger team. A team that was younger than us. I gave it everything I got. And. Excuse me. It was. um, It was. uh, um, Stuff in my nose. And got mucus and stuff. But, um, sorry about that. <clears throat> I, excuse me, it was uh, a lot. You get everything you got for the game. So you're passionate about it and you love it. And it doesn't, no one in return is upset and up mad. I wasn't even like crying, like crying upset. I was pissed off. I was like, you guys didn't even care. We just lost to some. We lost to kids that were younger than us. First of all, they're excited. They played their hearts out. I gave forty points. The forty didn't even matter. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all, you have forty. You lost. No one cares. You have forty. Great. Did you win? I rather have twenty five and have a W than have forty and lose. We lost by two points. We lost a sudden death. We lost in overtime. I scored. We only scored because we we scored like three points in the first overtime. Second overtime was sudden death, which is so stupid. It should just be one minute continuous. Whoever scores scores. It's all, it's gonna come down to sudden death anyway. Whoever, whoever scores wins the game. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Um. I was lumped up. Elbow was lumped up. I was sore. My knee hurt. My back hurt. My feet hurt. We lost. I said, I quit. When, I, when that happened, I was like, there isn't nobody that's going to be willing to do whatever it takes to win. I realized that. When I watched Renton play, I realized that. I said, I'm glad I didn't play for Renton. Even when we played Summer League, I played junior year in Summer League. 
I gave it everything I had. I wasn't in the best of shape because I just didn't play. I didn't play for a full year, and I thought I could just come back and just come back in shape. But everything matters when you're, you got to be in shape, game shape, ready to play. None of that mattered, though. You know, I realized that. Even even then, I didn't care to play. I just wanted to see <clears throat> if I could still do it. One. Two, I was tired of everybody telling me to play. Which really boiled down to. You realize, when, and when I was playing, not everybody gave the same effort. And I felt like when I was playing, I was doing it for everybody. Like I just said, everybody was asking me to play. I wasn't doing it for myself. I didn't love the game. I didn't love to play anymore. I loved to talk about it. and I loved to watch it. I played for over half my life. But if you ever said, let's play, let's, I'll put you on a team, organized ball, I'm not doing it. I got to ice my knees and my ankles and my lower back. and No. And it's pointless. To me, it's pointless. I don't get nothing from it. There's no fun from it for me anymore. When I was playing, I wasn't even thinking about basketball I'm not thinking about the game you know what I'm saying because you're on flight mode like you know how to play so it's second nature you know it doesn't matter but like you think about other stuff you know you think about this you, the girl you're talking to and you're thinking about school you're thinking about whatever the case may be you know that's what I was thinking about I wasn't thinking about hooping I didn't care. I didn't care. I just didn't care anymore. I think that was the biggest thing. So when I, wanted, I wanted to get a job. And then I tried out my junior year. So I just thought, you know, I'd get a job. And that was like the universal, that was the word on the street. I had got a job. And I was actively looking for a job. And everybody was like, you didn't play. That's weird. I'm like, I'm looking for a job. I wanted to get a job. So when I got a job and started the school year, and people knew I was actively looking for a job. And so then, and I don't like politics. And this is, and I, I talked about one of my episodes, previous episodes. It, poli- basketball is politics. It's political. It's not like football. Football is no politics involved. Can you play? Can you block and can you tackle? You, all have, you always have the job if you can block and tackle. But you can do everything just like this guy. But if I don't like you enough, I won't pick you. It's all, it's all political. It's all about who will be vouched for and who won't be vouched for to certain coaches. And it's not fair. You, you Flip a coin. I, 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 if you want to be vouched for, flip, that's like flip a coin. Whoever, whatever. That's who it is. That's fate. That's why I love flipping a coin. Hey, flip a coin. I always say, hey, Siri, flip a coin. And then heads or tails. And that's why I, that's the decision I rock with because... I don't know. There's no intuition. There's no gut feeling. There's nothing that would be detrimental to me. So I flip a coin. But it's too political. And this is when I found out that it was really BS and politics. And I was just like, I don't want to be a part of this no more. There, there's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that anybody can do that makes me be like, you got to go play. York, come on. York, you got to play. I don't want to play. I love you guys to the death of me. I will never stop loving my brother. All, my majority, all of my friends played. But me. And there was a reason why, you know, they didn't know the reason, but there was a particular point in time where I wanted to make a career out of this. Like whether I get paid overseas or I just play, play college ball, basketball gets me through college. Like it was a, a plan, you know what I'm saying? And when it doesn't go 
how it's supposed to go or whatever the case may be. You get a little frustrated. And so I was. And I wasn't accustomed to losing. So back to the AAU, we had we didn't win a we didn't win a single championship. We didn't win a single tournament. And the previous years I played AAU, we've won tournaments. We've won tournaments. I think up till from sixth grade to about ninth grade, I've won tournaments. That's four years of playing. I've won tournaments. I've won tournaments every year. At least one. We didn't even win one. We had younger kids beat us. And the irony of it, we beat that team in overtime. I shot the game winning free throws to win the game. The irony. The irony of it all. But it's all politics. So I went to go try out. I, I thought I did pretty well. I played defense majority of the time because I didn't make it a point to score. I know I could score. I know I could shoot the ball. If I get my legs back under me, it wasn't going to be a problem. This was going to be split-gack, split-gack, split-gack. Was, it was going in the hoop if I got my legs under me. If I got back in shape, my legs were going to be under me. I was going to be just fine. So... It came around to go play, to go hoop, or to pick the teams. But everybody, it's so funny. Um, it was like God telling me, "Do you are you really want to like leave?" They were like, "So I got a call. So I'm coming back. Caught the bus home from tryouts or whatever. I think I either got a ride. But my mom picked me up or I caught the bus home. I think I caught the bus. And they were so my uncle." Farley, like a, like an uncle to me. He called me. It was like, hey, how's it going? I said, it's going good, you know. I knew what the call was about. I already had my answer in my head. And then they he called me. It was just like, hey. And not, not even to put our conversation. It's two years ago. Not even three years ago. Not even to put the conversation out there into the, you know, our business is our business. But that's my guy. He was just like, yeah, we want you to play a few games on JV to make sure that you're healthy because you didn't finish last year. I didn't finish last year because I messed up my quad. I strained my quad. And they were just like, we're going to want you to play a few games on JV to make sure you're good. I said, hell no, not doing it. I'm sorry. I love you, but my time with you has surpassed. Like, it has passed up. And... My uncle could try to justify it. If you listen to this tone, you could try to justify it the way you want to. I know what they talk about. You might you might know the coach. You might be in his inner circle, but I know. Everybody knows that the two, they weren't better than me. I was literally the best shooter and the, set, and the, like the, and the third best scorer on, in the school. In the school. It was DeMarco, O'Shea. Then it was your boy, the Prince of Seattle. It was me, Fly Guy D.Y. It was me. I was the best pure shooter on the team by far, by far, by far. Best pure shooter. I was the third best scorer. So, I'm the third best offensive player in the school. My defense was okay. It was good. Whenever I wanted to play defense, I played defense. But I, I, I said my defense was pretty good. It was good. I had long arms. My wingspan is longer than is taller than uh, my uh, my height. Had long arms. Slide my feet. Was smart enough. Had good IQ. I knew how to play the game. 
right? And I, I, you had you got you had me in to play the game. So essentially, I'm top five in the school, and I'm not even trying to big myself up, but you can. I was top five in the school at that particular moment in time. And guess what? They said we want you to play JV. It just showed me that you didn't trust me. I knew my body better than anybody. I felt good. I had played AAU that summer before. That summer session, that spring session, I had just played a few months before. And they seen me play. What, what, I, do I need more tape? Is there more? That was my thing. You didn't trust me. So then I was like, hell no. I'm not going to go play. My time is surpassed. I'm not playing. The irony was that everybody had bad grades. So there was no teams picked. But the teams were picked. Like, the, whoever was on the team, whoever made the team was just on the team. Whoever made the tryout, and they were just going to pick from there. And they were, like, having them run and stuff. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not running because we got a whole bunch of stupid people. I mean, we won't call them stupid, but a lot of people that didn't want to get their stuff, get their ish together. I'm not doing that. It ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. You know? So then I was just like, whatever. Honestly, whatever. <laughs> whatever. And even Terrence, one of my best friends, was like, Adonis was like, whatever. If you don't want to play, you don't want to play. O'Shea was the same way. You know? Jermaine. Jermaine tried to get me to play, but he was like, whatever. If, if you don't want to play, you don't want to play. But Terrence was like, because he was like, I don't want to play if you're not playing. And I was like, bro, play. But I was like, bro, just play. <laughs> I literally, he said a few times to me, he was like, bro, I don't want to play if you're not playing. We played with each other since seventh grade. We've played on the same basketball team the whole nine, the whole way. He said, bro, I don't want to play if you're not playing. And it, and it made me feel bad. It's not, I don't feel bad about not playing, but I feel bad that he didn't want to play. And that's my brother, and I love him to death. But I was like, I don't want to play. It got too political, and they were telling me that they were pulling favors. and I f It's what it looked like, like oh, you weren't involved. That's what they said. You weren't involved in the program this summer so we had to not pick you. I was like, man, BS, poppycock, that's nonsense. I don't even make any sense. I'm a top five player in the school. Arguably top three. Probably top three at the particular moment in time. Top three. Best pure shooter. I'm the best, I'm the third best offensive player. You mean to tell me that you couldn't find room? One guy got hurt. Half the team was ineligible. You couldn't find any room. Come on. And they were like, and my boy Tavy, shout out to my boy Tavy. He was like, well, he took your spot. I'm like, well, yeah, because I didn't want to play. I did not want to play. So, shout out to Tavy, though. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? All of them were my guys. Everybody on that basketball team was my guy. You know what I'm saying? I liked all of them. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had no beef with them. I, was, I told them they, they, want, they all wanted me to play. DeMarco was like, yo, you're not playing? I was like, hell no. He was like, why? I was like, it's some BS. It's too political. He was like, bro, if you just came, you would have made the team. I was like, I know. But still, <laughs> I didn't want to play. And also, another reason why. That was about, I said about, that was about 25% of the reason why. The other 25 are, no. If I said 20. That was 40%. So 40, the other 40 was, I felt like it wasn't who I was anymore. 
I felt like I outgrew it. I felt like my love for the game, my passion just fell off. And I felt like I was doing it to entertain everybody else but myself. Like I said, I didn't think about anything. I, th I thought about everything else but basketball when I was playing. And, and most people think about basketball, but I didn't. And I thought about doing podcasts. I thought about doing a whole bunch of business stuff. Had my have my own clothing line and selling t-shirts. I, I just during games. I didn't even think about basketball. I didn't care enough to think about basketball. So that's who I wasn't anymore. So I say all that to say this: that was a major part of who I was. That was a major part of my identity as far as like a person and as a player. I don't do that no more. I don't play no more. I can still give anybody problems. Just not getting twisted. I feel like every old, I feel like I old, I feel like every retired player says that, but I still can. Let me get back in shape, see what happens. But, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I just, I just outgrew it and it wasn't who I was anymore. And I, I felt, and then that's when I was like, this is not who I am. People were trying to force something that I wasn't anymore on me. And that's when I became best friends with myself because it was like, if they're not going to accept you anymore for, from a sport, F them. Literally, F them. And go about your business because it's only you. You eat, you eat by yourself. You're, you're the only one picking up the fork, putting the broccoli in your mouth. You're the only one washing, up, washing your own ass. You're the only one taking a poop by yourself, peeing by yourself, um, drinking water by yourself, sleeping by yourself. And when it's all said and done, you're going to die by yourself. So... I didn't care anymore. That wasn't who I was, and they accepted it. Now they accepted it, which I appreciate everybody that accepted that. Like That's who I was. And I feel bad for people that have to go through that same thing. You're forced certain agendas upon you from other people, from external influences. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to disappoint nobody. And that was another, and that was another thing. It was putting a lot of pressure on myself. I want to put myself in a different light. Like a different type of pressure on me. You know what I'm saying? This is the type of pressure I will like. But basketball pressure. I didn't care. I don't care. I never did. And when they would tell me that, like, when I was playing summer league, I was like, you guys don't even know. I don't even care. I'm just here because I want to play with my brothers. I'm here for them. You know? But, um... So, yeah. But... To make a long story and to make this point a lot less longer, I mean, less a lot less shorter than what it is, you got to just shake hands with yourself. And I keep saying that, but I want you really guys really to understand that. Like, under, like, understand that. Like, for real. Like, shake hands with yourself. Understand that everything ain't going to go your way. Understand that you got to be your own best friend. Because at the end of the day, you're doing everything by yourself. You are, and, and you are alone in your life. Because no one else is living your life. It falls back to the saying, be yourself, because everybody else is taken. You're living your life. No one else is living your life. So in a sense, you are alone. So you might as well get comfortable being alone and living your life the way you want to live it. And understanding that. It's a process. I'm not saying, because it took me two years to get to that point. It might take you two months, two days, two hours, two minutes, two seconds, two years, two, you know. It might take you four, eight. It like I don't know, but accept yourself for who you are. Don't try to tell yourself who you are, and not tell yourself who you're not. You know what I'm saying? 
Tell yourself who you're not first, then you know who you really are. That's the main important thing. If you tell yourself, hey, I'm not that. Like how I did. Hey, I'm not a hooper no more. Then guess what? You'll know who you are. And that's way more sweeter than... And then you'll be rich in life. And when I say rich in life, I don't mean in the sense of you have acquired a profit, acquired a certain net worth to make yourself quote-unquote rich. I mean in the simple sense of being fulfilled. When they say you eat a rich, hearty meal, you're fulfilled, you're stuffed, you're full. You're full. Rich equals full. It's equivalent, the same equivalent to being full. Full in life. When I use having someone, someone with a lot of money, I use wealthy. Straight like that. I use wealthy. And the next thing... So moving on. The next thing I wanted to talk about, it, it ties in. And... Alright, so we're back. I had to pause it for a little bit. You guys wouldn't know that. It don't really sound like it. It might. I just told you. So, um, But the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was forgiving yourself. And I... It's okay. It's literally okay to forgive yourself. You don't. You're not gonna be perfect. You're not like like J. Cole said. And I and I got the idea from uh, reading Matthew McConaughey's book called Green Lights, and re- really good book. I recommend it. And one part struck out to me. That's why I wrote it in my notes. I wanted to talk about it. It, it struck out. It stuck out to me. It said. I'm paraphrasing. He was talking to his mom, and he asked his mom, he, did his mom have any regrets? He asked, like, hey, mom, you have any regrets? And she said, I have them all the time. And then she was just like, he was just like, well, really? He was like, yeah. She was like, I go to sleep with them, but I wake up and forget about them. She's like, every day I have regrets. And then I was just like, man, that's like the key to living, like forgiving yourself. So when I say shaking hands with yourself, forgiving yourself that you're not who you are. Are not that's not who you are. Forgive yourself for that. You, you might feel like that should be who you are, but it's not. And say it's okay. I understand. We we have to understand that that's not who we are, and keep moving forward. And I think that's the secret to living a, a, a rich life. Might not be the wealthiest life, but it be rich. And when it comes to life, there, there there's no losers and there's no winners. There's people that understand it. There's people that get it, and there's people that don't get life. And don't get the purpose that they were put on here for. And sometimes it might take them a long time. And you, you might see people that are, are, you might quote unquote call them losers, but they just didn't get it. And, or they get, they got it, but they should have just did it, you know. So there's two sides to a coin. And I think there's no winners or losers. You under, either you understand life or you don't understand it. And if you understand it, you'll, you'll know what to do in life. you know your purpose. you know who you are. you know who you're not. And I think you'll be able to forget yourself. Like I said, I, I you got to be able to forget yourself. So tell yourself, if you listen to this, hey, I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand. Whatever. And take those necessary steps. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you to think about what you should do and what you could do. Think of, think positive thoughts, obviously. Affirmation. Talk to yourself. Speak to yourself. That's why I talk to myself a lot because I'm my own best friend. You you are your own worst enemy and you are your own best friend. Um, so you got to understand that as well, you know. And everything that ain't sunshine isn't a rainbow. Everything that's a sunshine ain't also a rainbow. So you got to you got to find your sunshine. You got to find what makes you happy and makes what makes you who you are. Um, 
So with that being said, you know, three things I want people to work on. If you're listening to this point, I appreciate it. But before I wrap it up, there's three things. Learn to forgive yourself. Very important. Go to sleep. Say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Diaz. Ooh, <clears throat> my voice almost cracked. Say, I'm sorry, Diaz. I'm sorry, Jane, whoever your name is. I'm sorry. And forgive yourself. Next thing I want you to do is to be, and then once you forgive yourself, then you can start figuring out what you're not. Then you figure out what you're not. Then you figure out who you are. It's a lot easier to cut out the excess fat, and then you know. You know? A lot easier. You can't get the abs without cutting the fat. Period. So, got to understand that. So, you cut off the excess. You cut off what you're, who you're not to find out who you are. However long that process may take. Just, you know, you got to go through the process. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. It's life. You got a long time. Last but not least, like I said last episode, be yourself. Everybody else is taken, so be yourself. And that, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. If you listen to this point, I appreciate you. Um, it's been a real pleasure. It's been an honor speaking to you guys. I am your host, Diaz York, Fly Guy D.Y., the Prince of Seattle. Um, Slim, your boy, the boy. And like I said, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. You guys mask up, stay safe, protect one another, look out for one another. Know who you're not, know who you are, be yourself. I love you guys, and I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.